Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, whatever your time you're listening, you are listening to Dave and Neil on the music podcast right now. Hope you're having a great day. We are live, Neil. We, so we always say live. Well, we're, we're currently where we we're are. We're living. We're living our life currently. <laughs> well, we are, we are live if we were live yeah. from a very, very special event. Um, we're here backstage at Spotify's fifth birthday party. Yeah, right in Enmore Theatre in Newtown. Uh, it's very exciting, very different to be outside of the uh, Studios yeah. 301. We've got our best friend Owen here from uh, Studios 301. Uh, he's brought all the audio <laughs> equipment, which is why it doesn't sound like it's been recorded on your phone today, Neil. Yep, thank um, you. Thank you. They uh, bring the magic wherever they go. Yeah, look, I mean, we're, it's, it's very exciting to be here because, you know, again, we're always in the studio, so right now we're, we're, we've got a whole, uh, I want to say a large... I want to say a rump. It's not a rumpus room, but it feels like a rumpus room because well, this feels like home. If you've been to the Enmore Theatre, uh, you know that upstairs on the mezzanine level, mm. there's like a little bar room. Well, that whole bar room is now the music room. Mm. .com.au. Well, oh, that's and what we've called it. They've said, "Hey guys, you can record the podcast in here." We said, well, "Great, now like, get great. out." This is now the music room. Yep. .com.au. Get um, out. So they're they're letting us hang here before the um before the big Spotify party and during the big Spotify party um they've got playing tonight uh flex mammy vera blue nina las vegas peking duck jack brace it's a big big evening we've Neil. got we've got a, a lot to talk about we've got a lot of people to talk to we're yeah. uh, gonna be talking to peking duck a little bit later once they finish the sound check yeah um which is very exciting and hopefully hopefully vera blue as well mm. um we're currently we're gonna be up and around just trying as much as we can to grab people during the party. Uh, but, you know, there is no saying whether or not Dave and Neil will be sober <laughs> enough to do that. Uh, so uh, we'll see how the evening well, goes. Well, it's already exciting in itself because, like, I mean, not only are we here at More Theatre, but I yeah. mean, a lot of people may not know this. Earlier in the week, you and I happened to talk to someone called Tom freaking Cruz. Well, it's not his name. but Ever it, heard of him? It, yep, yep, I have. Top well, Gun. Most people have. Highway to the Danger Zone. Yep. Top Gun 2 that's, that's coming soon. Um, yeah, we went to uh, the State Theatre earlier this week for the Mummy World Premiere mm. um, and spoke to a couple of the stars from that. Uh, so we'll play that very shortly. But um, obviously we want to talk about Spotify's fifth birthday. It's very exciting. It is exciting. Um, a little fun fact that we just heard from our friends at Spotify as yep. we were arriving. Guess how many years, Neil, we have, as Australians, collectively listened to music of... Hold on, let me rephrase that question. <laughs> Guess how many years that Australians have collectively listened to music for since Spotify released in five years ago? Would eight million be correct? Eight million years <laughs> is correct. You knew that. You already I'm knew that. I'm a good uh, trivia person. <laughs> eight million years. Doesn't yeah. that blow your mind? It, it's kind of weird. Yeah. Like, when I heard that, I was like, shut up. That's not like, true. Like, that's not a thing. But that's yeah, it crazy. is. It's awesome. And like, um, it's probably more than 8 million by now. Yeah. It's probably eight, <laughs> 8 million and a couple thousand years by now. Yeah, well, I mean, today as well, Spotify launched the inaugural Spotify Talks, mm. um, which they'll be doing over the next couple of weeks throughout Sydney, um, which is really cool. We had one of our uh, editors go down there today, Uppy, you've heard on the podcast before. She went yep. down there, um, and there was a talk from the Spotify exec, Kevin Brown. Um, who did this really cool talk on the marketing, and it's, it's, it was really cool. Um, the Spotify talks, I think, is going to be something that a lot of people will want to go to over the next well, couple it's weeks. A, it's a really interesting, because it obviously it's, it's focused on industry conferences, but it sounds like kind of anyone sort of invited, mm. and um, the sort of stuff they're talking about, like there is some sort of uh, more industry-focused stuff like data insights, but then they're also, you know, talking about women in music yeah. and, and diversity and um, a whole bunch of things that 
the industry should be talking about. Yeah. Uh, so that's really, really exciting. If you are interested, go to www.spotifytalks.com.au. Uh, there's a whole bunch of information yep. uh, on those talks there. Um, sticking on the on the music stuff, as we do on the music podcast quite often, I want to talk about some tours that have been announced this week and yeah. be tours. So first of all, Placebo are coming to Australia. Boom. That's fucking exciting. That is very exciting. Um, yeah. I mean, literally, my our generation, I want to say my generation, you're my age, our generation, yeah. like, you know, running up that hill. That's a classic. Yeah. From OC. Yeah, Love yeah. the OC. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it's like the 20th anniversary. Owen, what are you smelling at? Owen's like, yeah, cool guys. Yeah, Obviously, yeah. you're a placebo fan, aren't you? That was the biggest, like, he just scoffed me like, oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. They're, they're cool, man. Classic they're placebo cool. fans. Yeah, they're, they're fine. Pathetic. They're just fine. But it's Whatever. the 20th anniversary tour. That's, um, that's going So it's no new music. It's just they're doing the, it's like a celebration of the anniversary. Yeah, I mean, they've been doing this tour for a while. I mean, he just, he keeps, he's got this fucking smile on his face. Do you want the microphone? Owen, do you want to you you, say your would bit? Would you like to educate the people? Yeah, he does. Okay. He said he's good. He's good. <laughs> but um, an- another tour that, I mean, it hasn't been announced yet, but all signs point that way, is Sia. Yeah. So earlier today, um, and today, by the way, is Thursday when we yeah. recorded this, um, she put on her Facebook, it just said Australia and New Zealand, May 28th. Very exciting. Um, which links to this other website, um, and it's basically just like the image of her, you know, the cool Sia wig, mm. and it says... Um, it's a sign up thing and just say be the first to know be the first to know about what, no, what about I have what? no idea probably a tour but if that's any indication what's actually I mean this is a fun trivia question um, mm. I still don't have a definitive answer I asked around the office and I was like does anyone know when the last time CR toured Australia because obviously she's she's an Adelaide born artist yeah. um, and then she kind of just went over to America and fucking blew up I and did something with like Dave Guetta and Eminem I saw her at Big Day Out a couple years ago yeah um, but I feel like that was before Chandelier. Like well, that I mean, was. You say Big Day Out a couple of years ago. I mean, Big Day Out's done. It's been done for three years. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Is twenty twelve? F- I don't recall. Yeah, we can. We'll Google it. We'll yeah, Google we'll it. Google we'll let you guys know. I don't know. Maybe not. You can Google it. You got your internet. That'll be really fucking cool yeah. as well. And the other one I heard about, uh, Alt J, I think just announced. Yeah, man. Um, um, proudly yeah. presented by themusic.com.au. <laughs> yep. um, they, yeah, they're going to be coming in December in support of the new album mm. Relaxer, which is out next week. And very exciting, Neil. I think we can probably announce right now we've got them uh, an interview with them on yeah, the show man, we're next be, week. We'll have a chat with Alt J next week. Um, the, the, again, the album comes out next Friday, so it's convenient that, yep. the, that we'll uh, have the chat on Friday with the guys. Um, so, yeah, really cool stuff. Very, very cool. Very, very cool. Uh, so, I mean, Neil, it's, it's a big week. We are here at the Spotify, uh, fifth, Spotify birthday. fifth birthday party. Mm. Uh, all over, we can see there are very attractive uh, Spotify workers uh, <laughs> milling about. It's, it's, like, it's like whenever you walk into like, a cool place to work, yeah. everyone that works, like everyone that works at Spotify... As because Spotify is cool, <laughs> is just cool and attractive. Yeah, like it's like okay, so like to work here, you need to a know stuff about music, b be absurdly like fashion label fashionable, <laughs> c just be really attractive, and d just be a great person. Just be a great person. Yeah. like everyone here is just just like uh, I. I, you know I don't know what, about you, Neil. You, I feel underdressed. You, you know what's great as well? Like, I mean, we mentioned that we right now are kind of like in the meza- mezzanine room. The mezzanine, if The you mezzanine, will. yeah. Yep. I mean, it really is just a large open room. You know, usually we're in the studio, but like there are people literally just walking past us going, who are these yeah. two dickheads? Who are, who are these guys? Who are what these are they guys? doing? And why are they looking at us like we're so attractive? And just so we're clear, Owen was kind enough to bring golden microphones, so we look yeah. that extra bit pretentious. <laughs> Who's the dickhead that has the golden microphones? <laughs> the talkback? Who's the talkback guy that... John Laws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah John yeah. Laws. Where so. John Laws is. <laughs> That's exciting. How exciting is that? Um, 
we would be remiss, Dave. To, to, I don't want to bring it down because it's obviously it's a it's a big fun occasion. But yeah. um, obviously, early this week, tragedy struck in the UK when mm. uh, a. a the suicide bomb happened at uh, Ariana Grande's gig yeah. in Manchester. Uh, 22 people dead, 59 more injured. Um, mm. Really awful stuff. And, and obviously, you know, uh, it, unless you've been under a rock, you've, you've probably heard about mm. this. So, so we, we won't go into it in too much detail. Um, but, you know, apart from saying that, obviously, our condolences go out to, mm-hmm. to the victims. But, but I think something which, which we were having a conversation about today, Neil, was the impact yeah. of, of, obviously, you know, uh, when tragedy like this strikes, the first conversation that kind of happens is, well, what can be done yeah. to prevent that from happening here and abroad? Yeah, well, it's already been announced um, in the UK. Uh, the promoters there, Live Nation, are actually refunding tickets to any UK gig. There's like Katy Perry and... Um, other artists who are doing gigs and they're refunding tickets to fans just for some who may be a little uneasy about going to those gigs because you know so if the, you're anxious about well, going the prime to the minister gig, Theresa may said that an attack may be imminent so sure um they're offering refunds you know ariana grande as well she's today officially postponed to a world tour yeah um for at least the next seven shows she's meant to be coming to australia in september we don't know if she if will be coming happen. anymore yeah um but in terms of what's happening in australia now like you know we've um there are talks now with Australian venues, um, probably more the large ones like your ANZ stadiums, your Curtis Bank arenas, yeah. um, that they're talking about increasing security to the point where, you know, backpacks got to be clear. Yeah. It's, it's like I was saying before, it's, it's like doing your HSC all over again. You, know, you have to walk into the room with a clear, sealed bag and yeah. that's how it's going to work. And it's, it's, it's kind of like, it's beginning to feel like that's the age we live in. Like, it's no longer just the airports where mm. there are sort of intense security checks. Like, we're going to be seeing more and more yeah. big big events there is going to be that kind of security and um and I, i'd love maybe there's something we could have a chat about neil off air uh, i'd love to maybe have a chat in a future episode with like a security expert or yep. someone that is an expert in that field so to contextualize like what what um these uh changes are how much of them are effective how much of them are sort of there to make us feel safe as mm. opposed to actually be safe and yeah. how much like like what is the actual impact of this what is the most effective way to to prevent these things from happening it, in, especially in the as well like you know it because we're just two guys we're yeah. just talking talking there, shop. There, there would be no gig where you know it, it would ever be okay or you know permissible but like the fact that this is you know a pop artist where her audience is predominantly you know 18 and younger like that that wasn't just a, a like that, that's well, I guess there is an, an assumption like, off that that it obviously you know was was targeted yeah. for particular reasons and um, and yeah yeah it's just uh, it, yeah, it just fucking sucks. But you know, well, like I said, we're, we're not experts on it. I think that'd be something I'd love to hear. hear yeah, I mean, you can head you can head to about, the news. dot to check out uh, the story about the Australian venues and uh, what's going to be happening with them moving forward. Um, but look, we don't want to dampen it too much because you know it, this is a, a special occasion. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, we have hopefully got some some very big guests coming up on the show tonight. Uh, Peking Duck is something I'm particularly excited We've for. We've got Peking Duck, yeah, they're going to be yeah. coming on shortly. I think we're going to be getting them uh, just before they head out on stage, which is fun. Oh, great, yeah. great. And then Vera Blue, potentially, yep. we're, we're, we're hoping, it's um, we're looking at some very narrow windows Look, here we to like to be honest people. with you, dear listener, and when we say that this is, you know, it could happen, it might happen, we're not going to be like, it's definitely happening. We're, just yeah. we're not, we're we not Australian idling you. We yeah. don't know at this we point. We have no fucking idea. Uh, Vera's keen, we're keen, there's just a whole bunch of moving parts, yeah. uh, and uh, I 
and Owen can only set up these golden microphones so fast. Um, and, so, and this isn't the only time this week that we've had to deal with, you know, time schedules and, and our acts who may or may not want to talk to us. Because again, as I mentioned at the start of the show, let's go straight into The Mummy. We went to the State Theatre for the yeah. world premiere of The Mummy, starring yeah. Mr. Tom Cruise. Uh, not the Brendan Fraser version that you probably knew and loved from your childhood. If you Great are movie. One of the classics. my age. If you listened um, last week, you would have thought... That's Billy Zane as the mummy. No, that's it is what not. you said last week. No, that's what we both said, and we agreed, and we laughed together, and it was a <laughs> whole thing. So for those that didn't listen last <laughs> week, uh, Neil was absolutely certain that Billy Zane had appeared in the you would original, uh, and by the original I mean the, the 1999 mummy film with Brendan Fraser. Know Billy Zane from Titanic. He was the, the Phantom, Phantom. Yep. and what I thought, he was Imhotep. He was not Imhotep at all. Uh, he, was he, was, Imhotep he was not Imhotep. <laughs> but but this is this is the new film, uh, the new version of the Mummy, part of uh, Universal. I guess they're kind of doing. Um, uh, you know what the what this Marvel is, did with the Avengers yeah. and, and sort of the, the greater Marvel universe and what DC is kind of doing with their DC universe now, where they've, they've picked uh, sort of your classic monster films, so, so Dracula, you, the Mummy, Frankenstein, Werewolf, Werewolf, and and they're putting them together into one one universe. So this yeah. was the the introduction of of the Mummy well, into that universe. Yeah, because I mean, we were actually when we were talking to one of our friends on the red carpet, and she uh, we'll call it Maria. She's a great girl. Yeah, love Maria. Yep. Um, she actually. Informed, she's a massive monster fan. She actually informed us this is the second film yeah. that the whole monster things happened. So Dracula Untold, which only came out recently, which which uh, wasn't a huge success, no. um, and <laughs> and so it wasn't a, a fantastic launching pad for um, for this new dark universe. Is, is I guess what Universal's calling it. Yeah. Um, but uh, the Mummy is kind of their their second attempt to to start off this franchise. Uh, and to start off this sort of dark universe world. So what did you think? I mean, like, when you... I mean, let's be honest. When we both saw, you know, do you see someone like Tom Cruise as the lead star, then you've got Russell Crowe in there. It's like, yeah. one party thinks, well, this could suck. One party thinks, well, this could be really, really cool. Yeah, look, I mean, I, I, um, I, I wanted to be cool. Obviously, you know, both Neil and I are very big fans of, of the, the Mummy film that yep. we grew up with. Um, this film is, is not... That uh, it's a, it's a very different world. It's a very different type of film. Um, uh, it is uh, look in my opinion, it's a it's a little bit of a mess in terms of some of the writing, um, and you might struggle a little bit with understanding what's going on at certain times yeah. <laughs> because of the way it's it's been constructed. But there are some really fun, but you know what, sequences <laughs> and some some really great acting in it as yeah, well. Yeah, I thought I thought the acting for the most part across the board was pretty great. Like, well, I mean, Cru- Tom's consistently... Cruise is always great. Like, like, the guy gets a lot will. of flack. Yeah, he's... Say <laughs> what you will about Tom Cruise. He's the always The guy great. is an excellent actor. Yeah. Bloody professional. Yeah. And as we discovered uh, <laughs> the other night, lovely guy. Yeah, well, before we get to the actual carpet, I, I didn't tell you this. I thought, I'll say this to the podcast. I don't know if you realise, watching movies with you is so interesting because so often throughout the film, you would giggle, <laughs> but, like, nothing happened. Like, there, nothing funny happened. It was kind of just like someone would be like, pass me the salt, and David would be like, <laughs> I think, what happened? Uh, so I remember, there were certain parts where, like, when you laugh, I'm like, oh, I know why he's laughing, because that was silly, or that was, that was funny. But, like, there were times, like, like there was a part, for example, I don't know if any spoilers, but they're, basically they're in, like, a, a, a pool of water. A pool of water? <laughs> yeah. And, and basically something happens, someone appears from the water, and, like, that's meant to be, like, a <gasps> part, and you just went... <laughs> Uh, that was probably my. Wait, is that your way of dealing with like stress and shock? No, no, that, that's my way of being 
you know, without being, trying to be offensive. That's my way of being like, this is dumb. <laughs> it, was, it was a moment where this, a, a character, it was a jump scare moment where the character had shown up um, and she had no business being there at that point. I was, there was absolutely no way that that character could have been in that place at that time. Uh, and there were a couple moments like that where like, either there would be a line or there would just be something that happened that would just make like pretentious film critic critic Dave giggle to himself. I do love, though, that in movies like The Mummy or any type of fantasy or things that are just completely non-fiction, yeah. where your job is, like, it's just, as a viewer, just deal with the fact that, like... Suspended what, how did she get in the water? Who the fuck knows? Doesn't matter. Don't ask the question. <laughs> Doesn't matter. It won't bother you so much. Uh, but, yeah, look, I mean, check it out. It's, it's a, definitely a lot of fun um, mm. if you are willing to kind of just let it happen to you for... For two hours, yeah, and again, um, without giving spoilers, I mean, it, it is definitely trying to advance this whole franchise um, and totally. move forward. So I, I'm still a little optimistic, and um, there are some really cool elements to it. Um, you know, uh, one thing we talk about in the interviews uh, with with Tom Cruise and Annabelle Wallace, who, who were the lead the leads in this, was that they actually went up. There's a sequence where you might have seen this in the trailer, mm. where they're the, a, they're in a plane that's going down, yeah. uh, and they're kind of flying around inside the plane, and that wasn't kind of CGI. They actually went up into like a, one of those high altitude uh, like, I didn't even know that existed yeah 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 um, these high altitude planes where basically what they do is they, they do these very uh, big arcs where they, they fly up really 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 high and then they very quickly go down really really um, you know the, in these very long arcs and what it creates is artificial zero gravity so yeah, right. They um and you might have seen it. There was an OK Go music video that came out uh, at the beginning of this year, I think, mm. where they they did that, where they did a whole music video yeah, right. in in zero gravity using one of these these planes, uh, and then notoriously these are the planes they use to train astronauts, yep. right? Um, but these planes are notoriously um, known for making people want to throw up. Yeah. So uh, they shot the mummy shot uh, this huge sequence. Um, in the plane, real, like, because Tom Cruise obviously loves doing his own stunts, <laughs> like, for real, in the plane. Yeah. Um, and so we had a chat with them about that uh, as well. Yeah, so at the the, the black carpet premiere, I want to say, yep. there was Tom Cruise, there was Sophia Butella, who actually plays the, the mummy. The mummy, and um, is incredible. Yeah. Was a little bit in love with her at the red carpet. <laughs> yeah, so, Annabelle Wallace was there, who, uh, who plays uh, the, the love interest, I guess you want to say. For Slash, in her own right, super scientist. She's the one that's, she's the one that's leading the charge. Expert. She's the one, like, telling yeah. Tom Cruise to stop being stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, of course, Russell Crowe, who plays Dr. Henry Jekyll. Which was very, which was kind of cool, because, like, so we yeah. now know that Russell, Russell Crowe and Tom Cruise are kind of going to be part of this sort of extended universe yeah. um, with with Russell Crowe as like this Jekyll and Hyde character. Yeah. So um, look, I mean, it, I, I don't think it was it was the uh, the best start to this franchise. You know, like it wasn't like an Iron Man one, yeah. if you will. Yeah. Um, uh, but it was uh, it was a lot of fun. So check yeah, it out, and I guess. and speaking on the actual red carpet, black carpet, sorry itself. I mean, <laughs> we how many times did we like stop and go? God, Cruise is a professional. Like, so we're, to give you an idea, we're on one side of the road where all the, the red carpet and the interviewees, yeah. interviewers, sorry, are lined up. In like and the media the, pen. Yeah. And on the other side of the road is, like, I would say at least 100 metres of just screaming fans. And, like, yeah. oh, we were laughing as well because, like, there are people that are going, Tom, Tom, come and sign this. And other people are going, Tom, Tom, get <laughs> like, over here. Like, like very like, aggressive. Yeah. Like, do you want him over there or yeah. do you, would you rather him just leave? But the dude, like, showed up an hour before anyone else showed up. He was meant to be up, there. And just spent like an hour and a half 
like just chatting to almost like two hours so chatting to as many people that had come out to see him as possible and then like so normally at these things like um, you know uh, for example like at one point uh, you know the publicists come around to us and they said you know because of timing um, you know uh, Russell Crowe is only going to be able to talk to you in, in sort of groups of people which, yeah. which makes a lot of sense that they're moving quite quickly uh, but Tom you know specifically showed up early so that he could talk to each Everyone. individual reporter like you know you'd, you'd, um, you'd pull a phone out in front of his face and he would just smile and wave to it yeah. it's like just the man a, knows how to work a red carpet. Yeah, and, seriously. Uh, give him props for that. But anyway, here are our chats with... We're going to line these up quickly. We don't want to say more, but Tom Cruise, Sophia Batella, Annabelle Willis, Russell Crowe, and director Alec Kurtzman. Uh, this is us on the black carpet. Check it out. Congratulations. We actually saw it earlier today. Um, Did you? What did you think? Um, well, I was going to say, I was really excited to meet you, and after watching the film, you scared the shit out of me. Excited and anxious. So, so much. I am so happy <laughs> to hear that I scared the shit out of you. Well, there you are. This is going to be a thing now. You're going to be walking down the street, and people are going to be genuinely scared I to see so. you. I so. Well, I want to say, like, what I if... don't want people to be happy to see me. <laughs> I want people to be scared to see me. Obviously, the mummy is an iconic um, figure. What do you say when you get the call up? What are the first three things that go through your head? Holy shit! No, <laughs> That's first thing. Uh, no, I, I thought, wow, it's an incredible honor because Boris Karloff played this role over 80 years ago yeah. and made the role iconic. And I thought, wow, I gotta, I gotta work hard for this one, you know. And you can't. I gotta research. I researched ancient Egypt, Egyptian mythology, and you know, I walked in his footsteps, and I wanted to give it an honor. I just, I was super nervous, but I was. But I was I put my heart and soul into it, so hopefully it trans- I haven't seen it yet, so oh, really? you haven't watched it in full. Time you're gonna see it. <laughs> don't don't spoil it. No, 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 no. I spoilers. don't know what happens at no the spoiler. end. Well, if you haven't uh, seen the movie, yet, congratulations again. But Thank you me. won't sleep tonight, so enjoy that. Enjoy yeah. the no sleep. Thanks, guys. <laughs> thanks so much. Congratulations on the film, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's huge. Thank it's you, massive. And when you go you. to watch a big monster movie, you want it to be big. Yes. And, and and this was was that important for you that you yes. wanted it to be yes. of that scale? Definitely. I mean, you go back to the original monster movies and you look at the scale of those films and the scale of the sets that they built, and they were they were massive, you know. And I think that Tom and I got so excited about the idea of bringing that golden age of film of cinema to a modern audience, finding a way to update it, and that meant building massive sets and then going to you know exotic locations and and, and doing as much practically as we could mm. so that it felt big and immersive for you. It feels real. It feels like you're, you're there and you're you're and I think part of the things that you guys did for real was I heard you guys were up in a plane for some of that plane yes, crash sequences. Right. You're not making life easy for yourself. No. How do you approach that as a director? Well. It takes literally nine months of planning to figure out how you're going to design a sequence like that. And you know, the great thing about working with Tom is that he's always looking to try and do something that hasn't been done on film before. So the idea of getting to go to that, to the Vomit Comet, as they call it, and do that for real, what you know you're going to get out of that is, is something that cannot be faked with CGI, that will feel utterly immersive. You will feel like you're on that plane. I mean, the goal was... I want people to feel like they're on the plane as it's going down and experiencing what the characters are experiencing in the moment. And you can really only do that by doing it for real. Did your crew forgive you for making them go up there and... Uh, they were and a very forgiving crew, a very forgiving <laughs> crew. As a director, I mean, obviously it's nerve-wracking for, for people to see the movie, but we were just chatting with Sophia before. She hasn't seen it in full yet. She's the mummy. Are you nervous for your own cast to see it as well? Of course, absolutely, yeah? no. You know, the cast gives so much of themselves yeah. every day, and all you want to do is is do right by them and uh, you know I, I hope she loved it 
Now, after a big film like this, are you thinking about the next one already, or are you just taking a little bit of time just to relax and uh, figure out? Uh, well, yeah. this this film will, if audiences like it, I think, be the doorway to a larger monster universe. And you know, I want. It was very important to me to tell a a self-sustained story that had a beginning, middle, and an end. A satisfying mummy movie that also left certain doors open to ideas for the future. So if if people respond to it, then we have a lot of plans. We hope so. Alex, thank you so much for your time, man. Appreciate it. Congratulations. How much um, pressure is on you? I mean, you just mentioned that before. Like, you know, even me as a kid with my dad watching Abbott Costello, that was my version of my mom. And then you got the 99 film with Brendan Fraser. How much pressure is there for you? I never saw those. You never watched it? No, I came to to this kind of clean in that way. Yeah, Yeah. good. And do you go back and do you read the original Jekyll and Hyde? Or do you just... Yeah, that's that's really what was available to me, you know, because... I'm not going to learn anything out of anybody else's take on, on the, the mummy in terms of the film, you know. And really, what Alex has got me there for is to explore that idea, you know. Um, so I, you know, I, funnily enough, I'd left Sydney, I think, on the 28th or 29th of March. I was supposed to be back two weeks later, and then I was going on a press tour. But I left in March, and I ended up getting home in August. It was just one of those sort of crazy moments where one thing rolled into the next, to the next, to the next. The movie came up. We started talking about it. I felt I could do something with it, so we charged into it. You know, but it was five weeks of very intense work. You know, mm-hmm. Thomas sets a cracking pace. Yeah. You know, you didn't get to go up in the plane, though, did you? You didn't get up in the vomit. <laughs> I didn't trunk. do that sequence. <laughs> no, yeah, 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 that's disappointing. So, I oh, imagine. poor old me! I didn't you, get to vomit on everybody. <laughs> are you pushing for a big start in the next one, maybe? <laughs> I wouldn't be suggesting that particular gig for myself. Thanks. Congratulations on the film. It's so much fun to watch. So now, cool. my favourite sequence was when you guys are up there in the plane. You're doing the the vomitron. Yeah, the zero G. <laughs> yeah. I know. Uh, congratulations on not being the one that was vomiting. Apparently, we heard that you survived it. I don't. I'm lucky. I just don't get sick. You know, I fly aerobatic airplanes, and Annabelle, I have to say, was a real hero because, listen, this she's never done stunts before. I told her in the beginning, I really need this sequence, and if she didn't do it with me, you just wouldn't have the same experience as the audience. And she was brilliant. You know, and allowed me. I'm throwing her around. It's it's not only the zero G. It's also when you go back into into G in the positions into heavy G. It's it can be quite dangerous. And fearless went in and did it, and we got the shot. Well, for many, does his own stunts. It's pretty impressive you survived the plane crash in there as well. Not bad. Huh? <laughs> not bad. I hope I always have that luck. <laughs> Tom, thanks so much. Thank All right, we are backstage at Spotify's fifth birthday party here at Edmore Theatre, and we're with the lovely Vera Blue. Vera, thanks uh, for coming on the show. Oh, thanks for having me. How, how's, your, um, how's your celebration been so far for Spotify's fifth birthday party? It's been fun. We had our sound check earlier today, and that was good vibes already, seeing everything being set up. So, good. yeah, feeling excited. The stage is looking particularly fancy. <laughs> awesome. Um, uh, so, obviously, it's a fifth birthday party. Did you do something special for your fifth birthday party? Um, mm, I don't even know whether I had a, had a birthday party. Yeah, neither. Yeah. Like no, no fairy bread. Um, Probably fairy bread. Mm. Love fairy bread. We'll say like the thing that like I miss most from like um, like back like the youth birthday parties was mm. like the donuts like yes. the from the strings. <laughs> yes, that was the best. I remember doing that. That was the trick. We should probably do that. Yeah, we should. <laughs> we should mention you're a, uh, haven't gone on stage yet, but we'll um, yes. be hitting the stage soon. What mm. are we going to expect? We've had, um, we've had yeah. a fair bit of music come out in the past couple of months especially. Yes, very excited. Yeah. Lots, lots of new music I'm working on. I'm doing the songs from the last EP, so a couple of the songs from that, and then a couple of new ones. Obviously, I'm doing Private, which was released um, a few months ago, and then I'm doing a new song that was released today, so I'm very excited. Very exciting. Yes. Um, and, and you were just playing a bunch of this music over in Europe, yes. uh, doing a big tour over there. 
How was that? Tell mm-hmm. us about that adventure. That was awesome. I was in the States, actually, which is oh, like... Oh, excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> Same thing. South Next line. time. Dave, yeah. South Park. Oh, so <laughs> First day on the job, Dave. You're out, Crit. I'm out for the interview. No, it was awesome. Yeah. I had a really great time. It was. Um, I'm excited to go back and, and see all those people again, but it's always good to be home touring here. So, How are the, uh, the South By experiences? Because, you know, often there is quite a big mix of up-and-coming acts, mm-hmm. established acts, directors, actors. Did you have any run-ins? Um, yeah, I had, there were lots of um, other artists from Australia that I ran into, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really good to see them doing their thing. A lot of them had a lot more uh, shows than I did, um, as they were probably trying to get signed and stuff like that. So it was, it was really, um, really inspiring to see them just absolutely killing it. They'd do seven shows a day or something, and yeah, it was, really, it was a really good time. Yeah. Did you get any like starstruck moments? Because obviously, like they have like every now and then like a big like the big actors or like the big directors <laughs> are kind of over there as well. Did you bump into anyone like really cool? I didn't really because I tried. I think I was still struggling with jet lag, so I tried yeah. to rest as much as I could to keep my voice up. But um, there was um, an Australian actor there, um, Michael Dorman, who um, I'm a big fan of, and he's doing a lot of stuff over there. So it was good to see see him there. And you yeah. were probably busy, like, working as well. <laughs> like, I, in my mind, like, you're over there, like, yeah, like, I want to meet all these people, but you were, like, yeah. actually... Doing a job. Yeah. Doing your job, bringing yeah. the music to the people. <laughs> and tell us, tell us about the new music, because obviously you've had um, a bunch of awesome singles and you've done work mm-hmm. with people like Illy and Slumberjack. Yeah. Are there people you're planning to work with or have already worked with? Um, not for this record. We, the guys that I work with, we're, we're very close and we've been through everything together and, and we've just continued working and... It's pretty special what we're making, so I'm excited for it to be finished and to give it to everyone. We're, we're also very excited about <laughs> it. Um, it's it's um, not something we're, we're not going to grill you too much on it because <laughs> you know it's all it's all very very hush hush. But yeah. um, but is there? Um, we know we've got the tour, yep. which has just been announced. Yep. Very very exciting. Uh, is that going to be where we're going to first hear bits of this of this new music? Of course, yeah. There's going to be lots of new songs being performed and. Yeah, that's something that I'm really thrilled to be doing as well. So, yeah. is is this all panned out? No, I mean, like you know, you've got you've got the um, the new music coming out. You've got the tour. Like, when do, do you get the next break? <laughs> um, I actually don't know, and I'm kind of okay with that. I'm kind of cool with it because I feel like when I'm doing music, when I'm touring, it doesn't really feel like work. Sometimes mm-hmm. um, we have so much fun on the road. So, whatever. I'll wait. <laughs> good. Good. Well, you, you're about to go on and perform. Um, can you walk us through, like, like what is the preparation that happens when... Because we're going to get out of your, out yeah. your dressing room yeah. in like very, very soon. <laughs> Once we're out, like, what is the prep that happens in order to bring the A-game to the people? Before before a podcast, again, Dave and I stare each other's eyes and say, be better. <laughs> like, we get there's 40 <laughs> like, minutes of crying. Like, um, you know. I, I, I do... Um, well, I set out to do 100 push-ups, yeah. get through maybe three or four. My guitarist um, does push-ups. The boys sometimes do them together. Yeah, yeah good, good. Just good. to get all excited. But it's important. Yeah. I find um, they probably can do more than I can. <laughs> See, I'm a fan of the crying personally. Just get it all out. <laughs> what's your uh, What's your setup? Um, well, I like to have a tea. I have a tea to warm my vocal cords up. I do a bit of push-ups for the throat. Breathing, yeah, push-ups <laughs> for the fr- throat. I get the boys, just the band in here, and we kind of we do a little high five thing before we go on. It's nothing special. It's like a chair, like ducks. It's a little bit, we, yeah, but we nice. kind of do it different every time. So How do you guys do? Like, is it like one big like? High Simultaneous high five. We all high five. It changes each other. every time. Yeah, I just don't sure. know. I don't know what's going to happen today. Sure. Sometimes just go. Blah, 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 you roll woo. the dice. It's chaos. Yeah. Yeah. Great. <laughs> well, well, Vera, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks uh, for having best me. of luck for this evening, thank and best you. luck for the tour. I think everyone's going to be very excited to um, to hear some of this spanking brand spanking new music. Yeah. Thank you. And we thank expect, you, Spotify. We expect you to come back uh, on the podcast when you were touring in Sydney. Oh yes, we'll absolutely. Hold to that. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Spotify. <laughs> Thanks, Vera. Thanks, Vera. Thank you.
The party continues here at Enmore Theatre for Spotify's fifth birthday party. We're here in the dressing room with Peking Duck, Adam and Ruben boys. How we doing? Hello, gentlemen. Doing very well. Thank you for having us. Thank we, you for having us. I was saying before, this uh, is a lovely dressing room. It's pretty yeah. sexy. Yeah. There's we have, lots of Nick Cage, lots of Keanu Reeves. Yeah, that that, that had to be our opening yeah, question. Yeah, let's go through. So obviously, this is an audio podcast. Let's talk writers, shall yeah. we? Um, <laughs> There are many, many, many photos of, of both Nick Cage and Keanu Reeves the around girls. the room. Yeah. Was this a request? You guys just came in and were like, what, like where, what are these doing here? Well, you know, a lot of people are into spiritual healing rocks and chakras being aligned. We're more into <laughs> yeah. Nick Cage and Keanu Reeves. It's one of those things you can't explain. Yeah. It's like why you love the sound of rain on a tin roof. Why, I don't think you why do you love that? It. No one can explain it. It's why do you love <laughs> Vin Diesel? Why do you why do you love Bruce Willis? No one knows. It's, it's a just... it's a lovely gesture too because people like, you know, Bieber, he requires a lot of things. Mariah Carey requires a certain temperature. You and, guys and certain lighting. Yeah. Yeah. You guys, a couple of Google images of Keanu Reeves topless and Nick Cage fighting off bees. It gets us That'll really do. wet before a show. <laughs> and that's all we want. That's what you want. I just, yeah. Yeah. But if I'm the guy like working at like Enmore and like wants to like he's the guy like that's doing the ride like like picking all the things. I want to like have something on the list and I go, okay, this is now the fun thing I get to do. Yeah, this is the fun thing I get to well, spend three yeah, hours I mean, finding photos. Essentially, what I we're guess, doing, yeah, we're trying to make it. fun for people. And and I respect that. Thank I respect you. I respect, that respect your energy. I like it. Your chakras are in line. That's oh, it. It's because I'm here in the room. It's here in the room. Speaking oh. of things that are exciting us, uh, what were the name of these microphones? You guys the were AKGs. losing it. Yeah, the, the AKGs. microphones we've been using for every. Thing we've ever made. These are triple double OGs, um, AKGs. And uh, yeah, <laughs> so, to put it bluntly, the reason that these are here is now the reason we're not going to ever do another interview because we know they're not going to be as good. Would well, you be our Zane Lowe? Would you just travel with us everywhere and just talk? Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. Lock That's the dream. That was lock it in. Lock yeah. it in. Let's do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, as the official last interview of all time, <laughs> do we just want to skip talking about what you're currently doing and just like tick off the shit that's coming for the next ten to twenty years? Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Like, should we talk long term now? Yeah. Uh, definitely. Like eight studio albums. So, What's the plan? Like, I'm um, married to Rihanna. Yeah. You know, we've yeah. got ten houses in the Bahamas. How's that going? I got an island in the Bahamas, Why and it's ten? so beautiful. Why ten houses? He's, he's, a, he's a lavish man with a lavish lifestyle plan. What's but I mean, like, spread them out. Ten can have more men. That's that rhymes. That rhymes at least. So, uh, don't rhyme. know if it made sense, but it rhymed. That was good. You're on rhyme time with your favorite host. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you got well, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That was done. That was done. So you guys are here for Spotify. Fifth birthday, you're about to go out, you're about to play some music, I believe. Correct, um, apparently. Like, what can we expect from tonight's gig? We're bringing out some of our gang. We're bringing out Vera Blue, Ivan Ooze, Nicole Miller, Ben from Safia, and we're going to be playing our new joint with Luna George, which comes out very soon. Yeah, like we're going to give it a spin. Maybe they'll hear a new song they never heard before. You're on tour at the moment. You've got a couple of shows left. First of all, I want to say triple platinum for Stranger. Congratulations. Thank you, bro. Thank That's you. exciting. Yeah, How does that feel? Feels good, man. We're wet. It's the record. Yeah. Here. Enough about being wet, for God's sake. I'm just, <laughs> I can't deny it when do you're you guys feeling that. You can't stop the gush. Like, is it just from TV or do they actually give you like a platinum record that you stick on your wall? Like a plaque. Yeah, yeah. Plaque, yeah, yeah, seriously. Oh, we'll be chasing Therese for one of them. Yeah, shout out to Therese. Where the plaque at? Therese is a legend. She's yeah, in she's, this room for all the listeners out there. Yeah, uh, Therese is in the room. She's sorting the plaques. Would you like to say anything? Therese! Oh, shit. Do you even know the people you work oh, with? I've been calling you Therese for years. <laughs> no, I call you both. It doesn't matter. It's all about perception. It's all about right? energy and chakras, right? Shit, you got me. 
Guys, we want to talk as well about Splendor. Obviously, it's a massive, massive lineup. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who are you guys most excited to to be around? Uh, pretty excited for the Queens of Stone Age. I've yep. never seen them, and their music is bullshit good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, We're actually. But I haven't even really looked at the lineup. <laughs> no, because but the because... best act on the lineup is the best act I've ever seen live in my entire life. And I was at the Horton Pavilion. Hot Chip were supporting. And when they played, Hot Chip did like the last half hour with them. And it is the one and only LCD sound system. I can't oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I already got my tickets for um, when they're playing the Horton, uh, what, next month? Yep. yep. I'm so excited. Yeah. We're going to see you guys there at the gig. What's I'm going on? I'm keen to see Big Murph up Man. there doing his thing on those arms. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Everyone was bitching about like, oh, you can't come back. You guys retired. Fuck that shit. Yeah. yeah. Great. They're back. Well, they don't, call him, they don't call him Big Murph for nothing. Yeah, <laughs> He did that song. It's time to get away, and he did, he said he was leaving. He didn't leave. Yeah, <laughs> it's He's almost back. yeah. That's He's... big Murph. Well, I wanted to I wanted to ask you guys as well. One, two of the things that I like to plug on this podcast that Dave absolutely hates is one is my love of pro wrestling. Pro wrestling. Sorry. Yeah, WWE. Yeah. yeah, that's my shit. Bro. Number two, yeah. <laughs> I love the Para Eels. Fuck yeah! This is like yes. <laughs> See, I'm aware of this. Yeah. Can we talk about Para with Dave? I'm just gonna sub out for the next five Bullshit. minutes. It's uh, pretty fucking business. hard to talk about the Eels when our hometown. Just beat them, the Raiders. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's that's a sad time oh, yeah, in our lives. Yeah, right. You I know what I said to that? Up the milk. Messages. I don't even follow rugby. Up the how milk. Did you, how did you pick the Eels? Because like I, I have an NRL team, despite not following NRL. It's the Knights, and it was because when I was a kid, I wanted to follow the Knights because a knight a knight sounded cool, right? Yeah. Like he had a sword and stuff. Like that was sad, cool. Sad pick, but that's mad. Well, at the time, that was how I made my decision. How did you pick the Eels? Well, I guess at the time I loved the team. They had Hindmarsh Bros. They had yep. fucking Vela. Yep. They had Vela actual, actual reasons. They, they um, had, their, their team yeah. was just the coolest cunts ever, and they were passing the ball real good, scoring the tries, putting touching down the ball on the grass. That's generally how you win games too. The more points you score is how you win. That's that, a fun that game. I do know about that sport. Down. That I do know about sport. That's yep. how it should be done. And well, they say the odds are if you can make that pass, you're gonna get some wins. <laughs> If you, can really, make the pa- the if you can make the pass, you get to touch the ball on the grass. <laughs> That's good, I like that. That's a new rugby Boys, slang. Boys, before we go, we want to play a quick game with you. Because it's Spotify's fifth birthday. Correct. We want to do a bit of a Spotify shuffle. Let's now talk. I'm going to give you... Who wants to play first? Peking Duck, raise your hand. Who wants to play I reckon play? you guys should... I think I'd like to see you guys first. Okay, I, I want to see you guys... Because like, you guys are all about the friendship, right? You guys are together. Bromance. I want to yeah. I want to see what happens when we put you guys... Against mono e mono. Yeah. So here's here's what we're gonna do. That's how I'm gonna give you a category. Meant to be played mono e mono. You better know that and better. Are these that. all Coach Carter quotes? It's all about the way the oh, game you play. Varsity Blues. <laughs> oh, the fucking uh, the Midnight Shuffle Light. Mine was actually a Triple H quote from uh, wrestling. It's all about uh, the game and how you play. Yeah. Mine's a Triple X quote. Yeah, I just wall rode a bus. We need more Vin Diesel on these walls. <laughs> Alright, so here's how the game's played. I'm going to give you a category. One of you starts a song from that category. The other has to rebuttal. Whoever can't respond to that is out. Basically, we're making our way through a playlist. So, say it's 90s boy bands. You're going to start singing the first 90s boy band song yeah. you hear until Neil yells, Shuffle! Shuffle! And then it's on to you, and you got to come up with the with the '90s uh, song band immediately afterwards. If you don't like it, shuffle onto you. The first person to not come up with a song loses, and the other person okay. by default wins. All right. So the first category is I'm actually gonna do a blend of that '90s rap. Oh, all right. Oh, who oh, wants to begin? Fuck. <laughs> who wants to begin? <clears throat> yeah, I'll start it off. All right, let's do it. Full clip. Do you want to mess with this gangster? One of the best yet. Shuffle. Oh. Uh, 
Uh, uh, one, two, three into the four. Snoop Doggy Dog oh, and Dr. Dre's at the door. Ready to make an entrance, so back on up. Because you know I'm about to rip shit up. Give me the microphone. Shuffle! So uh, when it comes to sex, I'm similar to the fella in Manila. Honey's call me bigger than kind of fella. Whether a stiff tongue or Shuffle. stiff dick. Oh, uh, two-pack song. I'm a two-pack song. <laughs> no, you're oh, right. You're right. I'm a two-pack song. Wait, wait, I, I can dance for that. You ready? You ready for a big yeah. one? Yeah, yeah. Somebody once told me, you know. Yeah, that's my favorite 90s. So I don't think wrong? we can top that. I think I think that's probably the best version of that wrong. we've ever played. And that's only because that's the first time we've ever played that. So, so um, you're, you're 10 for 10. Yeah, you are. Big success. Thank you so much for coming by. Congratulations again on Stranger. Hey, Sukasa, you know how it goes, man. <laughs> These are all words. <laughs> Peking Duck, thank you so much, thank boys. You, thank no, you, thank you for having us. Thank Appreciate thank it. You. And remember the AKG. <laughs> Next time we do a gig. Catch you guys. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening. This is Dave and Neil. We are here at the Spotify's fifth birthday party. Uh, it's been a very big night for us, Neil. Uh, very, very exciting. Yes. Uh, things are kicking off. Uh, if, I don't know if you can hear LMFAO playing in the background, but the party is is whatever the name of this song is. Sometimes people say, oh, I'm having so much fun, I don't want to leave. I do want to leave right now because I want to go dance and party. So, yeah, so uh, thank happening. you so much for listening. Uh, we will see you all next. We'll hear, listen to you all. You'll hear our voices next week is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, we'll we've be got, there. <laughs> we've got Alt-J on the show. It's all very exciting. Thanks for stopping by, and we'll see you soon. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.